Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tara Burnett Mindset Podcast, where we chat all things manifestation, mindset, dream body, and just creating your dream life. Okay. So welcome, everybody, back to the podcast. I'm so excited today. I'm interviewing a someone who I've followed for a very long time. I was just <laughs> sharing on my stories the other day that I totally creeped her way back in the day, but um, Kyla Gagnon. And I am just really excited to dive into this conversation because we both have previous backgrounds in fitness and we've really transitioned in our lives and undergone just a, undergone a lot of transformation. So I would love if you could start out by sharing a little bit about your background and how you transitioned. You are now a somatic breathwork facilitator, women's embodiment and empowerment mentor. And just tell us about what you do and also kind of how you got here. Oh my God, I laughed so hard when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. I had no idea. I love that so much. I'm really, really glad to have this conversation. So thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. It's like another lifetime. I was I was a trainer for 15 years <laughs> and a wow. like, competitor and working with magazine. It was like this whole other world. And on one hand, it was super fun and rewarding. Like I made great connections and I had really cool opportunities. But it felt like the whole time I just felt like there had to be more. It was like having these conversations with my clients who I, I loved. And it was always the conversation of like what they didn't like about themselves and how they wanted to make themselves better or, well, yeah, better. I'm using quotations in the air right now. Mm-hmm. How they wanted to like fix themselves. And the more, and like I wasn't separate of that. I also wanted to like change my body and fix myself all the time, no matter what I look like. It it was never good enough. And when I was having these conversations with my clients, because you know, it's like you become a counselor. Like you hear every oh, yeah. everything, and it's great. But by hearing everything, I was starting to realize that like, oh, this actually doesn't have anything to do with your body. Like there's something way deeper. But I didn't know how to get to that. I didn't even know what that meant. I just knew that it, it there was more. And um, gosh, and and then I started teaching yoga, and I was like, oh, this might be the more that I've been looking for because it was, it was, you know, accessing a softer side of people. It was bringing people sort of more into relationship with themselves. There would be some emotion, and I was like, ah, this might be it. Like this feels like we're getting somewhere. And then. Fast forward like, you know, years and my acupuncturist kept inviting me to this breathwork class that she ran. And at that point, I didn't know what breathwork was. And I assumed it was what I was doing when I was teaching yoga. I assumed it was like pranayama and the the high and mighty pedestal version of myself was like, I don't need your breathwork. I, <laughs> I teach this. And so I kept not going to this class, which is fine. And for whatever reason, eventually I did end up going to this breathwork session and very, very quickly realized it hasn't, it's not pranayama. It's not yogic breathwork. It's very different. It's very full body. It's dynamic. And I had such a profound experience where I, um, I'll share the story quickly because I could really elongate this story, but I won't. Um, <laughs> And I'm sure we'll like talk about the breath a bit more. So this will all start to make sense a bit later. But the breath is open mouth. It's quite a vibrant breath. And 
and you're accessing trapped emotions and energies. And so she had us like shaking out our arms just to like release energy. So I'm shaking out my arms and everyone's doing the thing. And then she invited us to make sound. She invited us to like, ah, like really open your mouth and make this like ah sound. And everyone else was doing it. And I couldn't make the sound. And I was getting super frustrated because why can't I do it, right? Everyone else is doing it. What's wrong with me? Why can't I do what everyone else is doing? It's just a simple sound. Why can't I do it? And my like lip starts to quiver and I'm getting super frustrated. And then I started to think like, wow, Kyla, who, like, where is your voice? Like, where is your voice? And, and how long has it been gone? Like, how long have you felt so afraid to use your voice? Who taught you that? And then I started to realize like, oh yeah, my mom didn't really have a voice and my grandma sure didn't have a voice and oh my god okay like did any women in my family have anyone ever had a voice like were we ever allowed to speak up and then I started to think about like just women and human like oh god I was really spiraling into this place and I was getting really pissed off I'm like this isn't okay (laughs) and (laughs) but it was firing firing me really really up and anyway so we're all going and everyone's making the sound I'm still not making the sound and then as she stops us she's like okay you know back to your breath it was then that I, I let out this little squeak this like little sound came out and and then it was like waterworks and I was sobbing and it, it felt like in that moment it felt like I had like cut that ancestral story it was like wow. no more like that story stops here I have a voice I'm accessing my voice for me and for them and for you and for all of us and like I still have shivers when I talk about that it was so profound for me I left that session I asked her who is your teacher what is his website I went home that night I found his next training which was like four months later in Victoria which was amazing mm, and of miracle. course he's not from here and of course yeah of course <laughs> and and I started the process of leaving my fitness career so I was like oh this is it this is it like if I can support one other human and feeling even a fraction of how powerful that felt that's my mission and I did so like with it you know I didn't leave immediately but probably six months later I had fully closed up my personal training company and I actually took a year off work at that point and was just deep in studies and practice and figuring out what life looked like and decided I couldn't not work anymore because life's you know not free and and uh stepped into this really scary unknown world of somatics and breath work and here we are four years later and it's like I'm home wow I got goosebumps when you said that just about the voice like oh my gosh and I will say like I've I've only done breath work one time and I I it was like way too like I don't know if it was because maybe this person was a bit newer I and I don't want to like speak badly about it at all like I know that um like she was really helping facilitate something on a retreat but like I was left on the ground like crying my eyes out overcome with like so many emotions that I've never mm-hmm. known how to like process or move through mm-hmm. and then I just felt like it kind of ended and I was like I never want to do that again that was like, right so traumatic and oh, I no. still am a bit scared but um <laughs> but I know that like it can be incredibly just like I've heard so many I've had another person before on the podcast who it's really transformed their lives and I love hearing mm-hmm. the stories and I definitely want to try it again in, in maybe a more like lighter <laughs> format perhaps yeah well and it's like any I mean well it's like anything and it's not I was gonna say it's almost like yoga in the sense that 
um, A, there's so many styles and there's so many different teachers and there's so many different energies. Like you might really vibe with one support or teacher or facilitator and you might really not like one. Like if someone really likes um, an active yoga class and they drop into a yin, they're gonna walk away being like, I hate yoga. That's so true. Right, and so with with breathwork, the piece that I really, um, hmm, okay, so I feel like, I'm just gonna say this, I feel like breathwork has become really trendy um, Mm -hmm. lately which on one hand I appreciate because it, it brings it forward. So people are like, oh, what's this breathwork thing? But on the other, similar to fitness, and you'll, you'll resonate with this, like you can get a weekend certification, you know? Right. Like you can, you can get certified really quickly. And breathwork is kind of the same. There are places that will certify you quite quickly. And when you're doing these deep session breathwork journeys, you're accessing trapped emotion. You're accessing old stories are going to come up into trauma spaces. And if you don't have the training to know how to hold that and move through with someone, it's like no bueno, like that's not, that's not where you want to be. And, and I don't know who, you know, I'm not saying that that's what happened, but it can also be a lot if you're facilitating lots and lots of people and you can't get to everybody. That's also a thing that might come up, but it does like it, it, it's this breath opens us up and it, it starts to access places that we maybe haven't accessed for a long time. And it can be really tender. And particularly if we're accessing emotions that we haven't accessed in a long time, they're going to be foreign, right? It's going to feel like what the heck, how do I be with that? But what I've learned over the years and watching hundreds of people move through this is our body knows, like our body is wise. And it knows, even if our head is like, I don't know, I don't know, that was really scary, I don't know what just happened. Your body knows, and as the energy was sort of like, uh, I want to say, not dissolving, but like, kind of, I'm like, I'm almost like I'm, it's like I'm imaginarily holding like a Rubik's cube, like it's starting to open and unlock mm. and shift. And our body is wise, like we can't, we can't forget that. We've been forgetting it for years and years and years our body has so much wisdom that our mind will never actually comprehend and it knows how to process this for us. Like it really, it really, really does. So even if it feels uncomfortable and I say this in my breathwork journeys, like you might meet some stuff that feels uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but I want like, it's not too much. Your body will never bring you anything that is too much. We have way too many internal like defenses and protectors, like our body would shut it down if it was too much. We'd be like, nah, I don't want to go there. So yeah. it might be uncomfortable, but it's not more than you can handle. And it is for you. I absolutely love that. And um, there's so many things I want to say about all of this. Is <laughs> That was actually like what you just said, like how your body can handle it. That was like, I listened, I heard something like that on a podcast before. Like you're never going to experience an emotion bigger than your body can handle. And I remember it completely changed my life because at that point I was struggling so deeply with anxiety and binge eating. And I always thought like whenever I got anxious, I always in my mind thought it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. So I would always binge eat to kind of stop mm-hmm. the and shove down the emotions. And when I yeah. heard that, I was like, oh my God. And I learned that was like this, that was like the beginning of like my entire like spiritual journey of being like sitting with the emotions and being like, wow, I can actually sit with this. It's okay to experience uncomfortable emotions. I still don't like it, but I don't know that anyone does, but, (laughs) but I think like, that's just so powerful. I'm glad that you brought that up and everything you said about 
yet like the facilitator and the type and it's so true like a weekend personal trainer is compared to someone who has years and years of experience and who knows how to move your body through and what they're looking for and all those things like it's a drastically different experience you either left like crawling out of the gym and you can't even move or you actually feel like genuinely good so can you actually um talk about kind of the various styles of breath work like a few of them talk mm -hmm. about kind of the different benefits um what style you really resonate with i'd like to hear more about that mm -hmm. yeah so when i earlier when i was like speaking about the yogic breath and pranayama and how it's not the same that's still breath work let's be very clear like box breathing is breath work um alternate nostril no, no uh, oh my gosh my yoga term is totally out my out of my mind but uh, all of the pranayama that you would do in a yoga class is breath work. That, that is all breath work. And all of those practices are incredibly vital. Like I have them, I have a ton of those in my membership where it's more grounding practices, more centering practices, more like harmonizing the nervous system, balancing you, um, bringing energy into different places. Like there's, there's benefit to all breath work, I believe. The conscious connected breath, breath work, or you might also hear it termed like circular breath work, or uh, I've heard it referred to as rebirthing breath, breath work. Um, hmm, what are some other? They're all the same. <laughs> There's also like three part breath work you might hear someone talk about. It's also really very much the same. Um, holotropic breath work is a term that people might be familiar with. And that, the way I describe it, holotropic breath work is like the grandfathers, like the umbrella and all of these other breath practices kind of branch down from that. So holotropic, it's a pretty cool story. Um, back in the 60s, there was a doctor named Stanislav Grof, or Stan Grof is how I always refer to him. And he was working with <clears throat> war vets and he was using psychedelic assisted therapy to move through their trauma. Wow. And he was mostly using LSD, but a little bit of psilocybin as well and having profound results, like really, really good work. And then in the 70s, psychedelic use became illegal and he had to find now an alternative way to do his work. And what he was finding when his patients were on the table or on his bed or whatever it was in, in the psychedelics, and if anyone's done psychedelics, like you, you shift into an altered state of consciousness, like you, you're shifting into a subconscious place. And our subconscious is where all of our stuff lives. It's where all of those old stories and traumas and limiting beliefs and fear it's where all of that lives so when you're shifted up into that subconscious is why you have access to all of of this trauma work mm. and so what he was noticing is when they would all shift into that state all of their bodies would start to breathe in this circular rhythmic way um, without being guided that's just where the body wanted to breathe when it was completely disconnected from the overthinking conscious mind which i think is so cool Mm -hmm. And so he thought, oh, well, maybe we can, <laughs> maybe we can use this breath thing. And sure enough, he was able to guide his clients, his patients through this circular rhythm of breath and get them into that altered state of consciousness and still do his work with profound results. So holotropic breath work is, is like the, the granddaddy and then conscious connected. The way I discuss it is, is like, it's a softer version because holotropic is actually quite, uh, um uh, what word can i describe it's intense like it's a it's a really intense breath style and um you know maybe not for everyone mm -hmm. 
And so conscious connected is just a softer, but it is open mouth. It's a circular breath. It's a full vibrant breath. Like it's, it's active. It's definitely activating to the nervous system. So very opposite, complete opposite to the pranayama practices other than breath of fire, like breath of fire is pretty activating, but not in the same way. Like when you're breathing through your nose, there's only so much oxygen and carbon dioxide that can come in and out. Whereas when you open your mouth, like just think of how much more is coming in and out. And so the activation is going to be quite a lot more. Um, it's also mm. like Wim Hof is really popular. Everyone loves Wim Hof, right. especially with all of the cold exposure. And so Wim Hof, similar in the sense that like his breath is really powerful and activating, but it's very controlled, right? Like he's doing a lot of like, and now we hold and we breathe in for two seconds and then we exhale and we hold. Like it's very controlled, very conscious, very thinking. And the conscious connected breath that we do or that I do is the opposite. It's like, I want to get you out of your conscious. We want to get you just into the the subconscious. We want to get you back into connection with your body. Mm. And so it, it, it's almost the exact opposite of Wim Hof in that sense. And an exact opposite of pranayama in that sense. Okay. So how, like, what's kind of like the basics of a session? Like, okay, so let's say someone contacts you. They're like, I want to work with you. I need mm -hmm. help kind of releasing whatever it is. What does that mm -hmm. sort of look like? Can you take us through like a bit of the journey of what that yeah. would, what they would experience? Yeah. So if it was a one-on-one, -on -one, we would go into like the first session would be probably almost three hours. Um, and I don't oh, wow. so much, I don't so much do one-on-ones anymore. I usually, I, I do packages with people. Anyway, it doesn't matter if we're doing a one-on-one, it, we're going to have, there's a whole intake form, very in-depth intake form that goes into like childhood and your birth story and like everything. <laughs> I need to know oh, everything. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so the first part is going to be going through the intake form. There's going to be questions depending on what was filled out in the intake form, but it, it, the client gets to share with me as much or as little as they want really but the more they share with me the more I'm going to understand right if they can tell me a bit of history about their childhood or about their relationship with their family that's that's going to give me a lot of information when I'm watching them breathe in terms of like where where energy is stuck and where emotions are stuck because whether we want to admit it or not everything comes from our childhood like all of all of our stuff comes from our childhood and even like not even just childhood, but also our time in utero, like those nine months that we're inside. As soon as we have a nervous system, we're taking in information from, from what's going on for mom, like we're taking in sensory information. And so we're being affected even before we're earthside. So there's, there's a lot <laughs> that our nervous systems hold. And then as we age and mature and grow up, they form into these patterns and and so a lot of us are like, I don't really know why I'm like that. I'm just always like that. Or like my family, it's just, it's just how we are. And it's like, but, but is that really how, like, do, is that how you want to be? Like, or is that just an old pattern that your nervous system has learned to take on? And mm -hmm. so once they've given me all their information, we drop into probably a little bit of a meditation just to like center them, calm them down, ground them into the body. And then we breathe for about an hour and that's different for everyone, but it's, it's very interactive. I'm going to be in their space. I'm probably going to offer some body work. Like if I see that the breath is, is not moving into certain parts, I might bring a hand here, bring in some affirmation, have a bit of conversation. Cause there's different parts of the body also that hold different energies and emotions. And so, you know, as an example, um, sort of up at the base of our collarbones, like if we were to just touch our collarbones, sort of that tapping point that a lot of us will use to tap this, those places, 
connect really well with like self-compassion and self-acceptance. Mm. So if I, if I see that someone's maybe not breathing up tall into their chest, I might place some pressure here and just say something like I fully accept myself. Right. Or what would like, what would it feel to hold some compassion for you right now? Like I might, whatever that might be, that would come to me in the moment. So I am in and I'm touching the body and I'm supporting and helping them with big releases if there is some, and there isn't always, let's be clear too. Like sometimes it's really just meditative and really grounding and really peaceful and really healing. Sometimes it's big and emotional. And then after the breath, we do a bit of uh, like decompressing and integration and chatting about what came up and how that can move forward and, and some, some action steps and takeaway steps. And, um, and then we check in the next day and see how everyone's rocking and rolling and usually pretty good. <laughs> so many emotions come up when you were even just talking about that. So I'm like, I probably need Aww. to do this because like, yeah, we'll have even session. just you saying like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I should probably book yeah. for this. I'm like about to cry just I'll thinking come of like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway um yeah it's so fascinating like I used to think I mean I was so disconnected from my body for so many years but and I used to think like oh it's so woo woo that it's like this is before I was into this stuff but that it's trapped in your body and then I remember like my Mm -hmm. husband is a really amazing osteopath and he worked on me at the beginning of our relationship and um he would press on like certain spots in my body and I would burst into tears and I'd all these memories and things come up from my childhood and I'm like what is going on don't touch there like that was oh my God. so it's pretty wild just it's amazing yeah I'm super interested <laughs> it's, it's fascinating and I'm wildly envious that you have access to that at all times <laughs> I mean yeah I wish you would so actually cool. work on me more but you know <laughs> um I would love to hear if you could share like a story or a testimonial from someone who's kind of gone through this with you and experienced change like what kind of things have people experienced after going through maybe a few sessions or a session with you mm-hmm. okay this one story just popped into my mind I just think it's the coolest story so I had this young woman um in her 20 in her yeah early 20s I think early to mid 20s and it was her very first session ever we'd never met and she'd been recommended by a friend or a co-worker so she came in and and she'd been in therapy for years and, and was in a relationship with an older man who really was treating her like absolute garbage. And it, it, anyways, it was, it was, it was hard. It was hard to listen to. Like it was really, anyways, anyway, we'll get there. So <laughs> one of the things that she had said is, I don't think I've ever, well, she didn't say, I don't think I've never orgasmed. I've never had an orgasm. Oh, wow. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's like, I don't even know what it would feel like. Like, I don't feel, she didn't feel safe in her body is what it was. Right. Like, there was so much trauma. She didn't feel safe in her body. So we talked for way longer than we normally would have. Cause it felt really important to chat and actually, and she said, I have received more information in talking to you for an hour and a half than I have in any of my therapy sessions. Like we don't even have to breathe. This feels like more than enough. And then we dropped into, it was probably a 40 minute breath, maybe not even 40. And I'm not kidding. She orgasmed (laughs) in her breath work. I was was wondering if that's what was going to happen. Unbelievable. Absolutely. That's what happened. Wow. And it's not the first, like that happens. It happens for some people. Sometimes it's incredibly pleasurable. Anyway, so it, it happened for her. And what was so powerful about that is, is because she had been really outsourcing her power to this partner of hers, this older guy really like 
bending over backwards to like make his life perfect and like not speaking up. And like the, the list was, the laundry list was huge about all of the ways that she was just giving herself away. And for her to claim that in her own body, like, oh, my body is safe. It is safe for me to be here. And it's safe for me to feel pleasure. Like it's safe for me to feel good in my body was so profound um, to witness. But also like, I can't even imagine how, how that felt for her. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely beautiful. And we, we just had like the most wonderful closing out of that. Like there was just tears and like, just, just like so much joy and and sense of like real sense of connection to herself like oh I got me like I actually got me and then fast forward she left that guy thankfully which is amazing yeah um, I don't I don't take credit for that but it was just really sweet to see the like the ripple and how that rippled out further for her but I mean I've had clients who hadn't talked to their father I have I've had a couple actually a couple women clients who haven't talked to their father in years there was a break in the relationship hadn't talked to father in years go into a breathwork journey end up having like visions of their dad as a little boy and realizing the hurts that he experienced and how that then unfolded into their life. And they end the session with this like huge heart sense of like compassion and forgiveness and love for him, reached out, had a phone call, reconnected and like a relationship better than ever before. Wow. It's like, you know what? Life is really short and some people perhaps don't deserve to come back into your life if they've been removed that's totally fine Mm -hmm. but there's also times where it's like oh maybe there was another way that we could look at this maybe this relationship could be mended maybe I could see things a little bit differently and that's one of the things with breath is like it starts it it de-gunks us like I have a client who refers to it as like her spiritual hygiene she's like I no longer go to therapy I go to breath work because it's my spiritual hygiene it like clears the clutter so I can see clearly I can see from like other other um viewpoints yeah Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. And like the ripple effect, I can't even imagine of like Mm. you just helping even just one person and how it transforms their relationships and people around them. And I mean, I'm hyper aware now that I'm a mother of like the impact, as you were saying, like on your your childhood and your children. And like, Mm. I always want to show up as the best possible, like most compassionate version that I can for my son. And what is he taking on? Like, you know, so and I, right. I'm also, this is kind of um, a little bit off topic, but it sounds like what you do for work sounds like extremely just like emotional. Like, how do you manage that in terms of your business and clients and ta- and kind of experiencing that with people? Because it sounds just like mm. I would have to sleep for a week after that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I've had a few people like who do the same work as me and I'm like, gosh, like, we, I was leading a retreat with someone and the, the day the retreat ended, I was hosting a breathwork journey with um, a, another facilitator. And this one facilitator was like, oh my gosh, how are you doing that? Like, how are you going from retreat to hosting? Like, I, I just don't, I, she was like flabbergasted. Yeah. I was like, well, uh, I, it, like I, <laughs> I was like speechless. I'm like, what do you mean? How? I get really, um, I get really energized by working with my clients. Mm like quite a big energy yeah I receive a lot from that and I I there's something I don't know it's like I I have protection I I, it doesn't people's energy doesn't penetrate me like Mm -hmm. that I can see it and I feel like this is one of the reasons I'm good at what I do I I'm a safe landing place I can see it I can be with you in it it can be really messy we can go to the depths of the darkness it doesn't penetrate me 
which allows me to stay strong in my being and hold you in it. Mm -hmm. So wherever that came from, whoever's offering that to me, spirit, universe, I appreciate it. I do like, you know, I call in some protection and I, you know, hold my energy and I do an energy clearing when I'm done, but I've never felt penetrated by anyone's energy. I've never felt taken down. I've, it's, it's always really uplifting and really expanding for me. I love that. I love that. And I feel like that is such a sign of like, you're literally like living out your purpose. And, and that's, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's so important with that work that you, because, you know, I I think maybe that was maybe something to do with my experience as well, like not as confident. And then I didn't feel as safe and like the safety that I can just like feel from your energy through this phone call is, is, Mm -hmm. is really powerful. So that is amazing. (laughs) feels really nice to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then changing topics a little bit, but we chat obviously yeah. a lot about manifestation and kind of achieving your dreams mm-hmm. on this podcast. And I would love to hear like, how has breathwork helped with that, with that for you and, or how could it help others with that? Oh, so much. I love that. I actually ran um, a program in November called Manifestation Reclamation. And it was all very, very much inclusive of breathwork are like coming back to those stories that we hold in our subconscious, we might say, as an example, um, uh, I don't know what's a really common one. I want to make six figures in my business. I want to make a hundred thousand dollars in my business. Great. Did you grow up with family who earned 40,000, 50,000? And you've never, do you know anyone that has earned a hundred thousand? Because if you don't, and your story growing up has been like, that money is really hard to come by. You have to work really hard to earn that kind of money. We have just enough to get by. We shouldn't be greedy. Like whatever the stories were around money, money doesn't grow on trees. Um, you know, in order to earn $100,000, you're probably working away from home a lot. So you're never going to see your family. Like there's so many stories. Money stories go deep and we all have them. And so this is why I'm using the money story. So if you grew up in a household where there was other dialogue around money and you're like, I want to earn $100,000 or $500,000, but that's never been proven to you. I guarantee you, you're going to come up against resistance. There's blocks in your body. There's parts of you that just don't believe that. And those subconscious parts that don't believe will most often outweigh your desire of like, no, but I want to. And I, and I, I think I can, because there are parts of you that, that are like, nah, girl, <laughs> nope, we don't, that's not our story. And so breath work can help you really start to unlock all of these old belief patterns, we can start to see where our stories come from and disengage from them and start to like really reclaim our power over them so that we can come from like a clear, like a a clear channel, so to speak, like we can really degunk, come to clarity and be like, nah, I'm going to start inputting the stories and the beliefs that $100,000 is easy. $500,000 is easy. I'm going to start inputting those stories into my body. And so once we clear the old gunk out through breath and somatics and movement, we can then start to really embody, like get into that feeling, okay, $500,000, what does that feel like? What do you, how do you feel when you're earning $500,000 or $100,000, whatever it is, like get into the feeling state, be her, embody her, feel her, like get giddy, like mm-hmm. all of all of the things, but we can't input that new information if our body is full of the old information, the old stories. There's just yes. no room. Like there's no room for it. 
I love that. I always use the analogy of like your body is a part or your body is a parking lot and like all of your mm -hmm. desires are circling. Like they're looking for a spot to land. But if your yeah. body is filled or your mind is filled with all of these beliefs, all of these cars filling up all the parking spots, like everything is trying to make its way in. Like I don't believe anything is meant to be hard. It's all meant to be easy, but it's like we have, it's mm -hmm. all of this stuff that's getting in the way that's blocking everything from flowing in. I agree so much. Everything is meant to be easy. And like, we make it hard. Yeah. We make it hard. Our mind makes it hard. I, I was having a coaching call with, I have two business coaches and we were on a call the other day and they said something so simple. And I was like, oh my God, it's me. I'm the problem. I'm totally <laughs> the problem. Why? It always is. It. And it's so hard to see it. I mean, that, I think that's why coaching is so powerful because like yeah. just that third person perspective of like, oh, there's actually another perspective on this. Your mind is so smart at hooking us in. Oh, it's just the most brilliant. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of success and manifestation, I believe it is so important to be able to stay clear-headed and focused on your goals as you move towards them. And I have been loving the product Magic Mind. I take this green little productivity shot first thing in the morning, keeps me feeling really in the flow state and in the zone as I move throughout my workday. And I also require much less caffeine, which is a bonus for me. And I'm no longer experiencing a crash around lunchtime. Um, when I'm taking Magic Mind consistently, I feel so much more energized throughout the day. Usually, I will have a nap when I put Jane down for a nap, but lately, I have been getting a workout in every day as soon as I put him down, and I'm just so happy that I discovered this product. Um, they have a sale happening right now till the end of January, so this is the last week to take advantage where you can get a month free with a subscription as well as an additional 20% off using my code BRUNETTE20. So head over to magicmind.com slash Tara Brunette Jan, J-A-N, and seriously, go give it a shot. Watch how much more calm and laser focused you are throughout your days. I cannot recommend this product enough. You have created so much success in your life through a whole bunch of different mediums. What's kind of your go-to mm -hmm. process for like, okay, I have a big goal. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it comes back to that, like visioning it and, and feeling it, like really feeling it. So um, I do have a big goal this year and, and so it comes with like a, a sitting in stillness every day. Like I get still every day and I just be with my energy and I breathe and I meditate and my mind might wander a thousand times, which it mostly does, but I just stay, I stay the course. And what that teaches me is like, oh, when things get messy and uncomfortable and hard, I don't run, I stay. Mm. And so in my meditation, when my mind is everywhere and I'm like, oh, I should just get up and like carry on with my day no, I'm going to stay. This is uncomfortable and I'm going to stay. And then, then I usually work out and move my body and get that energy going. And then I drop into visualization, like, okay, me at my goal. How does she, how does she sit? How does she stand? How does she dress? How does she communicate with her partner? How does she communicate with her clients? How does she celebrate when new clients come in? How does she celebrate new members in a membership? Like how, like really get into that energy and do my damnedest to hold that throughout the day. Yeah, as much as possible. And it's, you know, it's on my whiteboard and it's in my phone, my phone, like my screensaver on my phone is basically my vision board. And it's just <laughs> my visions are clear in front of me. And my partner and I talk about them all the time. And we check in like, where are we at? How can we support each other on this vision? Like, what do we need? Mm -hmm. What are we slipping up on? It's like it has if you want something, don't like you can't just like, oh, I want this and then <laughs> sit back and do absolutely nothing. Like, yeah, you, you got to work for it gotta make it happen yeah show up like you really want it I I love it so much and like 
I, we touched on how everything is meant to be easy, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to have to show up like for your goals and desires. And, and you can't like get these new things by being the same person you've always been. And I feel like it just like Mm -hmm. meditation is so powerful to bring that awareness to like, where am I not showing up as the person that I desire to be that is holding this? Uh, I just love that. Everything you said is like, that's exactly what I do. And I think it's so powerful. (laughs) Of course it is. Um, uh, Okay. I want to speak to that. Like everything should be easy because let's, yeah, again, like I want to be really clear it's really freaking hard sometimes, especially as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. or just as a human, like as a human, it can get really, really hard. And when I, like, when I think about it should be easy, what I'm, what I'm thinking with that is like your choices and your goals and your visions are heart centered. And so Mm -hmm. like when the world is chaotic and it feels really hard, if you come back to the center, that should feel good. And that's what I mean, like easy, like, Oh, that feels like a, like, Oh, I can exhale because like that's what I really want and just staying in line with that that like heart-centered thing that you want because life will be hard world will offer you challenge but like when you follow that path of 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 centeredness and like nah this is really what I want for me that like that's the ease yeah I thousand mm-hmm. I've actually really been thinking about this and I just talked about this with my clients yesterday about like not just having a powerful vision that like kind of pulls you forward, but it just feels like aligned in with all of your values. And the only goals that I've not reached are ones that are just like random, like I want to make a hundred thousand dollars this month. And it's like, but why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not right. like, connected. And I was talking about my birth story because I, it was so important to me to have like a home, home water birth. And like, I didn't mm-hmm. want, I, I want, I just, everything about it was so aligned and so to the very core of my being I knew that's what I wanted I knew it was the best thing for me I knew it was the best thing for my baby I knew it was like going to be like the most beautiful experience and I manifested my exact birth down to like the amount of hours I was in labor down to like oh my gosh pain yeah like the position my husband like every single thing like that I desired from it manifested and I was looking back like okay what did I do and it was like Mm -hmm. a it was like I had a strong vision that I knew was what I wanted and B, I like, mm-hmm. I did the work, like not in the forceful way, but I did hypnobirthing. I did the courses. I educated myself. I, I did the mm-hmm. things I knew I needed to do so that I could stay calm during birth. And, and I like hired the midwives and all had a doula and all those things, like got the support mm-hmm. I needed. And I had very strong visualization where I felt like I experienced the birth before it happened. Like I literally came out of it like yeah. crying and like, oh my God. And, and that's exactly how it happened. And I just think like, wow. that's the secret. <laughs> That's incredible. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering, so I, I hopped on one of your, I was researching for the podcast and I did one of your quick breathwork sessions on Instagram this morning and I really did help me ground me. It was like eight kind of sniffs in and then exhale out. And like, I definitely noticed my body also being like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Like I need to do other things. Like it wanted to like kind of escape from being present. Um, and I was also, I was wondering if you could guide us through just a little kind of breathwork session, maybe whatever you feel like would be the best for people to experience. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. 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 (laughs) The missing link for me, because I always love music, so I like to, to add music to it. So just imagine, like, really epic music is being played. Okay. I could, <laughs> I could edit some in after. You could send me a track that you like. Oh, that's fun and fancy. That's way over my head. But, yeah, we, <laughs> we totally do that. And then you can teach me how to do that for, for my podcast. Yeah, it's really easy. <laughs> of 
course it is. <laughs> yeah. So let's maybe do like a super short taste test of the conscious connected breath because you can find like various pranayama practices online. But since we've been talking about conscious connected, let's do just like three or four minutes of it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, sweet. So yeah, those of you listening, my suggestion is for this one just to be seated. And if it's possible to be seated with your feet on the floor, that's going to be great. And if you're already sitting on the floor, then I would just put a cushion under your bum so you're lifted up a little bit. So your spine is nice and tall. And then go ahead and if it feels okay, close down the eyes and just rest your hands on your thighs, your knees, wherever they're comfortable. And just settle into your body where it is now. Settle into your breath just the way it wants to be. So really easy, natural breath here. And just take a scan of your posture. Notice if you're slouching. If it's possible to just lengthen up a little bit and drop the shoulders down. So the way we'll breathe, I'll just sort of share on it a little bit and then we'll jump into it together as your jaw is going to open about an inch. So a nice, soft, open jaw. And your inhale and exhale will move through your mouth. So just start with the jaw open here and let your natural breath be in and out through your mouth. And so keeping that just for now, I'm going to keep sharing and talking, but just let your jaw stay open, breath here. Our inhale is going to be full, vibrant. It's going to come from your belly up through your chest and your exhale is soft, surrendered. Your exhale just drops. And the way I always describe this in classes is it's the way a jellyfish moves. You know, you've got that inhale of filling, <sighs> exhale, soft surrender. So go ahead and take a longer, fuller inhale here. And then let your exhale just drop. And again, full inhale. Exhale drops. Good. And just start to play with this breath. So Inhale, the breath rises from your belly up, up, up to your chest and exhale, just falls. And then as we breathe in this way and as this starts to feel a bit more comfortable, I'm going to have you remove any pause. So there's no pause at the bottom. There's no pause at the top. It's this full inhale, exhale in this circular rhythm or the way the jellyfish moves or maybe the way a bicycle wheel moves an infinity sign, right? There's no edge, no rigidity. It's really easy. So the jaw is soft and the breath is full. Good, and the exhale is so easy. Inhale full, exhale easy. Inhale vibrant, exhale soft. And the jaw is soft and the throat is soft and the breath rises from the belly up to the chest exhale falls and it's not uncommon to feel a bit lightheaded that's really fine if you feel nervous just just feel the floor bring your hands to something sturdy and then on your next exhale go ahead and let the breath fall and then just hold empty breath falls out hold yourself empty start to notice the vibration, the energy, the life in your body here in this really beautiful in-between stillness, that void space. 
endless possibilities in this place. Go ahead, take a big breath in. And again, one more cycle back, exhale soft. Full inhale. Exhale soft. Vibrant full inhale, soft surrendered exhale. And you might notice your body wants to move. Maybe your spine wants to arch, almost like a little cat-cow. Don't force it, but just notice if your body's wanting to move that that's exactly right. Again, coming into the wisdom of your body. Movement is our natural mammalian way of moving and discharging energy. And so for those of us who might find we get stuck in our head a lot, I'm really gonna invite you to let the body lead you here. Even if it feels funny. Go ahead, keep the jaw soft, a couple more breaths, full inhale, soft exhale. Full inhale, and soft exhale. One more breath in, and exhale again, hold empty. Find stillness. Feel your heartbeat. Notice what you notice here. Just a curious mind, what do you notice here? Some of you might really love the hold. Some might really feel uncomfortable in the hold. Both are perfect. Gonna take a big breath in through your nose. Hold it at the top and find softness in this hold. We're here just for maybe five more seconds. Soften the face, the shoulders, the belly. And then open your mouth, exhale everything. Come back to your natural breath. Notice again, does my body wanna move here? Do I feel to stretch or to shake or wiggle? Sometimes it's nice to like, I call them horse lips, that just like really move that energy out. I'm sure it's called something else, but I grew up with horses, so that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, good. Good. Thank thanks you so for, much. Yeah, thanks for inviting that in. Yeah, I think that is, I feel so intrigued now by everything that you are doing. I'm really <laughs> excited to dive deeper into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you that are listening, we're looking at doing a little bit of collaboration. I'm hoping to get mm-hmm. Kyla inside the membership. So hopefully we'll have something to offer you guys. But I would mm-hmm. love if you could share just the best way to dive into your work right now. You said you're not, mm-hmm. you do do one-on-one, but more of package sessions. Is it all? Is it all in person or how does that work? Yeah, so the primary way people work with me now in a one-on-one setting is in a 12-week <clears throat> or or year-long. So most people are in the 12-week, <clears throat> excuse me. And if someone's in Victoria, there's definitely conversation of, can we do it in person? I do have a couple in client or in client in-person clients. Most of it's over Zoom, just based on where people live and, and lifestyle time zones and everything. Mm-hmm. But that is it is a possibility for local to Victoria. And then the other way people work with me is through the essentials, which is my membership. And, and that's all, all online, obviously. Yeah. And what, what can they find or expect from the essentials? Yeah. So in the essentials, we have two breathwork journeys a month live together. Well, live online together. And there's over 200 guided practices in there. So we've got movement. So there's that side of me still exists. So we have yoga and fitness classes in there and they're like short anywhere from like five five minutes to an hour. And we have a massive library of meditations, a massive library of breath practices that are sort of in that five to 15 minute time zone. 
or a time frame. We have weekly community calls every Wednesday. We get together with the theme of the month and we drop in. It's kind of like group therapy. It's everyone's favorite day. Uh, guest speakers, I'm also hoping to have you in there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a whole it's a whole vibe in there. I love it. I love it yeah. so much. It sounds similar. My membership still, I still have all my workout videos and everything, yeah. and the meditations yeah. and all the teachings. So that is amazing. <laughs> and I will link that in the show notes for everyone. And is there anything you'd like to leave everyone with just a little insight or perspective shift for them to focus on as they move throughout their day? I think it's just the reminder that like we've been conditioned to, to be in our head and our thinking head and our and our over planning, overthinking, worrying, what if I need to do this perfectionism, but it's like, no, nah, that's, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. Our bodies are so, so intuitive and wise. And as women and men, but I'm, I'm a woman. So I'm going to speak, I'm going to speak to that. The importance of coming back into connection with this beautiful, healthy, vital body is, is crucial for all of us. Like it's just, it just has to happen. There's so much there. There's so much wisdom. Everything that we've been seeking externally truly does exist inside. If we just took a hot minute mm. and spent time in our body, out of our head, just yeah. a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's right. It's right there. I swear to you. I love that. Thank you so much. And yeah, that is like such the path that I'm on right now is like, so much of my life has been spent, you know, seeking external success and just realizing like, it's already all here, <laughs> all the happiness, all the joy, all the success, all the abundance, like, yeah. we just can't see it when we're stuck in our heads. Oh, yeah, I spent most of my life asking everyone else, like, what should I do? Should I do this? Should I say that? Should I wear that? Should I cut my hair? Should I date the guy? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And it's like, mm. oh, wow, I just all the answers are there. I didn't actually need to be <laughs> seeking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. That was so powerful and incredible. And I will um, link everything so people can find more about you and we'll start chatting about some more ways to work together. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I look forward to it.